barbecue, burgers, and beer. You got to play this game. song that's got to be one of the greatest theme songs in podcast history what does joe rogan have it's probably just him doing some stand-up like seinfeld and then some baseline drops right right craig hi craig good to see you growing a little beard it's a little scraggly uh it's not that, it's not that great of a look you've definitely gained weight and uh you know i'm not gonna sugarcoat it you're looking a little heavy yeah, but we all are, right? It's quarantine time. Have you been drinking beer like crazy? Yeah! Yep. I know. It's that time of the year when you go outside, You all you have to do is drinking beer. I saw you mowing the lawn the other day. Boy, you're really pulling on that thing, huh? Yeah! Doesn't like the work? No! Well, what are you going to do? You going to take it into a shop? Because, like, you, you, I think you were flooding it. You got to do like me and get one of those electric lawn mowers. Yeah, you see, you see me mow the lawn, and no effort, no trouble. I just push a button and thing fires up. I don't, I'm not pulling on some rope. I'm not looking like a damn fool on my front lawn. And best of all, it's quiet. I can mow the lawn at 10 o'clock p.m. That's right. It's like dark out, and I'm mowing the lawn. So, Craig, I'm not gonna let you borrow mine, but you should really invest in one, okay? Yeah. Thank you. What is it? Welcome to the GOGP show. Yes, episode number 16 I got written down here of season 2. Holy crap, who would have ever thought we'd make it to episode 16? How about season 2? Who'd ever thought I'd make it to a season 2? Well, here it is, and maybe we're almost on to season 3. Of course, season 3 will debut sometime this time and next year. That seems to be the pattern, right? But who really, who's really keeping track of all that stuff? There's a million podcasts. Believe me, when one goes away, another one springs up. It's like the weeds. You pluck out one dandelion, there's a million more that come in its place. They're just coming and coming all over the place. So don't worry. Don't worry about it. There's always another podcast. Coming up the bend. Coming up the bend. What's going on at Naughty Dog? They're the company that brings you such hits as Uncharted. And I think they did, what did they do? Crash Bandicoot and that zombie one, The Last of Us. And uh, their newest one coming up, The Last of Us, duh. Yep, in Canada it's called The Last of Us, duh. Part duh. That's how we have to say it. Whatever, we're just used to it. The American audience, they're not going to be used to it. France, well they'll be used to it. I think there's some listeners in France because of all my... my my Francais, Francaise, yes. What's going on over at Naughty Dog? First, the reports, the reports that you read, they say that the all the employees are disgruntled because of the crunch time. See, when a game has to come out, when a game has to come out quickly, they, they call it crunch time when everyone's working like 15, 16 hour days trying to get this crap done. And it's exhausting, testing. Debugging that stuff is exhausting. Imagine imagine working on a 10,000 piece puzzle all day For the entire week you're probably gonna lose your mind 
you're probably going to lose your mind. And then, yeah, these employees, they're underpaid. Well, that's what the rumors are anyways. I don't know exactly what they make. They're underpaid. And uh, the rumor was that they leaked out the ending. Everyone saw it. If you didn't see it, shame on you. What are you hiding? What are you worried about? Go look at the ending. I saw it. It's just a bunch of pictures. I didn't know what the hell it was. It didn't ruin anything for me. I don't even. I didn't even know it was the ending until I read it was the ending, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay. Well, I didn't. It didn't make any sense in my mind that what kind of ending it was. I don't think it spoiled much, but they said a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee leaked it because he was pissed off. He wants more, mo money. He wants mo problems. That was the rumor. Turns out it wasn't true. Sony said that was not true. Every employee at Naughty Dog is is fine. They're doing great. They're well compensated for their time. And they love their job. So that's pretty much the lead off of this episode. Everyone at Naughty Dog loves their job. So what the hell happened? Well, it was a hack. Apparently it was a hack. That's what Sony's saying. Sony's saying they were hacked. And that was the ending. But don't worry. Didn't spoil anything. Ugh. Didn't spoil a thing. It's all... Video game news kind of blows. You know, I listen to I listen to sports talk radio. I like the morning men. They're the men who broadcast in the morning time with the Michael Babchek and the Evan Cohens of the world. They talk about sports. Right now, they don't talk about much sports because there's, there's nothing. They talk about, uh, it's like every other sports show. They just, they just uh, try to predict random stuff that doesn't really matter. But it's kind of entertaining. It's entertaining, and uh, they always have some sort of weird controversies to talk about because they happen in sports all the time, and they're current, and people love hearing about it, and they're juicy in video games. There's no such thing. The Naughty Dog controversy. I almost fell asleep talking about it just now because that's the big controversy. Yeah, I could talk about I could break down who's better, who's going to be better in the next generation Xbox or PS5, but it doesn't matter what I'm going to break down teraflops for people. Give me a break. Give me a break. That's not good podcasting. I'm not going to break down teraflops. Because it doesn't matter. Everybody judges a console based off their games. So the specs, they don't add up to baloney. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many teraflops. If you have no games, you're going to be hailed as a shit console. Okay? Okay. Okay. So let's get back to some regularly programmed content here on the GOGP show. Oh, oh, I, I should bring up, this is gaming related. I lost my PS4. Yeah, I lost it. The family has annexed it. Just like, uh, just like Hitler did to Poland. Yep, my girlfriend and my kid, they annexed my PS4. Because why? Because, well, when my Xbox One, which was the center of my multimedia entertainment station, which I call the TV, we watched everything off of the Xbox One, like Netflix and all that crap. I don't have cable or any anything fancy like that. Who can afford that these days when you have the internet? But... The Xbox run was it running everything and it broke. It went up in flames because it was so overworked for many years. The thing got a, a proper send-off to see. And then I bought a Roku. And it turns out Roku is a piece of shit. It doesn't like internet. That's not very good when you rely on the internet to watch shows and movies and YouTube. So... Because the Roku doesn't like internet, it won't it won't show us stuff. That's right, they took the PS4. So I'm down a PS4. Uh, I gained... We'll do some math here. We'll do some gamer math. I gained an Xbox One, but I lost the PS4. In some people's minds, well, I'm in the negative. But I like it. I like my Xbox One X. Yeah, I like the Game Pass. They seem to be entertaining me right now in these lean times. Which is a bonus. And I could be paying my money to the service over at PS4 and get a farming game. When I can look out the goddamn window and see some farmers spreading shit all over their, their fields and stinking up the whole place. I don't need to be playing a farming game. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to shout out Roku. Don't buy a Roku. I'm going to mail it. 
I'm going to mail it to the Quran and he's going to throw it out the window. Jam-packed show. Jam-packed. I could just ramble on like this forever, swapping topics, but then I'll get some hate mail and I'll feel bad about the show and I want to quit. I want to quit because the hate mail will outweigh the fan mail, the, 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 the praise. I need I'm very shallow. I need constant praise. Constant praise. That's what I have Craig for. He's constantly giving me, giving me thumbs up. He's constantly giving, giving me okay signs and double thumbs up. And when I know I'm off the rails, he gives me a little like frowny face and shakes his head. But he doesn't do that very often. And I hardly ever look Craig's way anyway. Only when I'm expecting a sound and I don't get it. So yes. So yes, jam-packed show. We're going to do game breakdowns, as always. As always, we're going to do a little... I'm going to talk about my random NES segment that I've pioneered over on the Instagram. We'll talk about that. We'll address the whole uh, Kron situation and uh, beat Bobby Flay. What does that mean? Well, keep listening and you'll know. You'll find out. There's a little teaser beat Bobby Flay segment. And, And the best part of the show, the best part of waking up is listening to the GOGP show because there's a very special guest joining us live Oh yes, it's great. It's great. We worked really hard. We worked hard to get this gentleman on on the show. And uh, let's just say he's an athlete. Okay? Kron got an athlete last week, and now I got an athlete myself. So there you go. That's the breakdown of the show. So now you know. Now you know what's coming up. No surprises. I'm going to break my little, this rhythm of randomness. It's like what I excel in for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. If, you've ha- if you'd had said, if someone came to me 10 years ago, when I was a young little chap, when I was 15 years old, 10 years ago, <laughs> 15? How old are you, Craig? 30, 10 years ago? Yeah, you're old. You're old and brittle. You're looking at, your skin is like really red. What's going on? Oh, you're, oh, he's doing a little thing. He, you're out running. Oh, you better be running. You need to run, sir. You need to run, sir. Anyway, if someone told me 10 years ago that I would be in the middle of a plague, sitting at home playing beat-em-ups with my son, I wouldn't know what to think. I'd be like, oh, shit, there's a plague? Oh, shit, all we have to play is beat-em-ups? And, oh, damn, I've... Oh, good, I have a son. I really wanted a son 10 years ago. I wasn't into a daughter now. Now, fast forward that I have a son, uh, I'm okay with having a daughter. I don't know. I'm, I'm very shallow. Very shallow. I wanted a son so I could ma- mainly just play beat-em-ups, right? That's the only reason you want a son. If you're a guy and you're, you're going to have a kid one day, you hope for a son just so you can play uh, boy games with them, right? It was a, with a girl, I didn't have... Ugh, excuse me. Ugh, I didn't grow up with sisters. So I, I, don't, I don't know any girl games. I don't know any, like, I don't know how to play dolls, okay? So I needed a son just so I could be normal. But now I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm confident enough that I could, I could uh, raise a daughter, okay? I'm very evolved now. Fast forward 10 years. 10 years ago, very unevolved. I was a degenerate, a loser. Yes. Yes. But playing, yeah, it's, it's very tough for my son right now. Because we have a park. You can see from my front window, you can see a playground. But it's all it's all barricaded up. It's off limits. Can't go there because of the pandemic. Can't go there. It's surrounded by like a chain link fence like most parks are. So kids don't run into traffic and, and die. And whenever we go walking, my kid just stares. He, he goes right up to the chain link fence. Grabs it with his little hands. Wraps his fingers around that wire and shakes it. He jangles it like that. And just staring at the playground. And what do I think of? Terminator 2, when the atomic bomb went off and the, they turn into skeletons holding on to that. Why? Why? Well, mainly because my parents, they, they wouldn't let me listen to grunge music when, in the early 90s. Grunge music was, the, was pretty much the only thing off limits. Grunge music. Grunge music, grunge music, grunge, ah. 
getting all fired up. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm all tongue-tied. I'm all tongue-tied. Grunge music was the devil. Not a lot. Soundgarden? I really wanted some Soundgarden CDs off-limits. What did I get? Who the hell knows? I think I had Michael Jackson. I was allowed Michael Jackson. But no. No Soundgarden. What else did I want? Alice in Chains? Not allowed. Definitely not Nirvana. I didn't re- I was so sheltered from Nirvana. I don't think my parents even let me discover Nirvana. But, you know, um, Soundgarden, I knew of. Alice in Chains, I knew of. And probably Pearl Jam, but I wasn't, in, I wasn't into them. Wasn't into them. Grunge music, off limits, not allowed. But Terminator 2, when I was seven years old, I was allowed to watch that. And now whenever somebody jangles a chain link fence, I'm automatically taken back to that scene. Why? Because I probably have a little bit of PTSD because I was terrified at seven years old. Terrified that I was just going to get turned it. I was going to get turned into a skeleton at any moment, any moment walking outside. Boom. There'd be a ball of flames and I would be a skeleton. Thanks a lot. Mom and dad. I remember, I remember watching it with my dad. He, uh, he got some sort of sweet setup for his TV room and he wanted to watch that movie because he thought it had sweet sound. And, and he's like, come on, boy, watch it with me. Terrified. What a terrifying movie. And that wasn't even it, of course, when he cuts his skin off to reveal his robot hand. Yeah, that was lovely. When the guy's drinking from the, from the milk and he gets the, uh, you know, the spike through the milk and his throat and face. That was lovely. A lot of images that were burned into my brain. I was seven. 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 Yeah, well, I probably wouldn't be the same person if I didn't see all that stuff. <laughs> and they wondered why I was drawing gruesome, gory scenes when I was in grade three. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, with the beat-em-ups. My kid loves beat em ups. He wants to play punching games. Two player punching games, that's what he calls it. And his favorite, for some reason, is he loves the Switch. The Switch is his favorite console because it has little controllers. Little controllers don't exist for the PlayStation 4, nor do they exist for the for the Xbox one. So the Switch is where it's at. And what beat em ups do I have on that? Double Dragon 4. Not a great beat em up. But if you're three, three years old. It's great. It's great. It's not like you can go back and play Double Dragon 2 because the because the controls reverse for some stupid reason. So you can't play that. And that's too hard for a three-year-old to get into. Better game. Better layout. And just, uh, yeah, overall better game. Can't play Double Dragon 2. Can't, p- can't play Double Dragon 1 because it's not two-player for the NES. It's on the Switch. Can't play two-player. Oh, what else? Double Dragon 3, well, who the hell can play that game? You need to be one of the greatest gamers of all time to make it through that game, and uh, I'm playing with a three-year-old, okay? Okay, I'm playing with a three-year-old. Do you understand that? A three-year-old. It's tough. There's a lot of, as in every Double Dragon game, there's a lot of platforming, which doesn't make any sense. The platforming always sucks. The game isn't designed for jumping. You're not Super Mario. So why the jumping? So we make it to far, maybe like World 8, World 8, Stage 8, whatever it's called in, in Double Dragon 4, and we have lots of lives. I, I, I gain my ass off. I'm beating up like 200 guys per level, and he's doing three. So I'm carrying, I'm carrying the load. You, you, you understand, Craig? I'm gaming my ass off. I'm carrying him to the finish line. I want to beat it with him. So we make it that far, and there's like these crazy disappear. It's like Mega Man all of a sudden in that game. There's disappearing platforms. There's rotating plus sign platforms that that rotate. So you have to go from a, a disappearing platform to that, all while using that stupid jump. It's not a precise jump. It's basically like a punt. You don't know which way you're gonna go. You don't know how far you're gonna go. Yeah, it's a punt. Right now. Go outside, grab a soccer ball, and kick it. That's the jump in Double Dragon. You don't know what you're going to get. We go in with, like, six lives. Of course, they're shared lives. So that means if he dies, 
if he dies, we all we both suffer. We both suffer. Yeah, we he'll we'll lose every single life there because he'll fall down every pit. He can't make any jump. He just blows. He sucks. He can't time out anything. He doesn't understand timing. Okay, he's three. Timing does not exist. He sees it. He goes for it. He sees me do it. And then he wants to go for it. And I'm like, wait, wait. Maybe I'll have to take him into a room, mainly a bathroom, take a poo-poo. I, I learned this from a book, from a book that everyone will read one day, where uh, a lesson, a lesson from a father where he took his son into the bathroom and defecated and made the son wait while the father read some articles in a Reader's Digest. It's a good lesson. I may have to implement. I think that's called order, order a... Uh, Poopy poo. Orders poopy poo. Order poo poo. No. Order 66. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a joke. Craig, insert a joke. Post. When the show's over, can you just insert a joke there? A funny joke? I don't have one. I'm, I'm ad-libbing here and I ran him. I just ran myself right into a wall. I ran myself into a wall. Sorry. Sorry. I was playing uh, Streets of Rage 4 also with my son and that game's that game's good. It's, it's way better. Way there's no stupid platforming, which is good. I don't know why they do so much platforming in Double Dragon. It never makes any sense to me. It's ridiculous. Especially Double Dragon Four came out what three years ago. They should have known. But there is. I will. I'll give it some. I'll give it some props. They did do something well in that game because when you beat it. When you beat the game, you unlock this this thing where you could play as any character in the game, any bad guy. So you could pick a Bobo or one of like the boss guys, which is what we do, because I need to be one of those big boss guys who pretty much punches people out pretty quickly. But you, you need that. You can pick those guys to make the make the game more interesting. You can pick a big guy. You don't have to be Billy or what is it, Bimmy? You don't have to be Bimmy or Jimmy. So. That that's good. That's that's good. That's fun. That, that was a good decision to add some replayability, but the game isn't even playable in the first place. Thank you very much, Double Dragon 4. Of course, I don't have any other good beat em ups on the Switch. I sh could I should get the Capcom thing though. But we were playing Streets of Rage 4, and uh he just he just wants to it's like a walking simulator to him. He wants to walk ahead of the level while I'm fighting everybody. And he just walks ahead, and for some reason the game allows you, allows the second player to walk so far ahead that it makes me go off screen, so I get mad and I have to teach him, wait, 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 and then I get annoyed. But we did manage to beat that one, so there's that. We beat it. Yes, I beat Streets of Rage 4 with my three-year-old, but more on that in the game breakdown, or that pretty much is the game breakdown, right? Which is game breakdown, I think we're in game breakdown soon. I was just talking about beat-em-ups. Double Dragon 4. The game really gets to me. I'm so fired up. Actually, I'm really calm. Really calm today, Craig. I was playing some soccer. Playing soccer, so I got some running in. I feel like I'm clearing out my lungs from a long winter of abuse on them. Yeah. And my muscles are getting used. When you're stuck inside for like eight months of winter, you don't run. It's hard to run. Sorry, I'm not a I'm not a basketball player. I don't have a treadmill. Treadmill. So here's some games I've been playing. Mostly, as always, I think all of them, actually, yeah, they're all on uh, Game Pass. So there. This segment should be called, What Did I Play on Game Pass This Time? Maybe we can get a sponsor. Greg, you think they'll sponsor us? No! Okay. Thanks for the optimism. So Gato Roboto, Roboto, Gato Roboto, here Spanish, that means a robot cat, yep, I'm a Spanish miner, in nothing. So I was playing Robot Cat, it's a Game Boy, it looks like a, a game from the Game Boy with high resolution graphics, and it's a fun little Metroidvania, it's a good little palate cleanser, it's a palate cleansing game, and then I, of course I played more Long Dark, Long Dark is the... If you haven't, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm sorry. This isn't a good one to start off with. It's just me rambling. Craig's sitting there cutting. What are you doing? He's on his phone. He's probably uh, 
He's probably admiring his 14 followers. I don't know how you have 14 followers. You have one post. Your whole social media presence is useless. My co-host doesn't do anything to prom- promote the show. He just mows his lawn. Tries to. He's just pulling on that goddamn string all afternoon. Drinking beer. Then he's too drunk to even mow the lawn. <sighs> uh, I was playing Long Dark. Long Dark's an episodic survival game. You can just play it like you can see how long you, you want to survive. But I like stories when it comes to games. So I was playing some of that. I finished the first two episodes. And then I went to episode three. And that's when I discovered... Well, there's supposed to be five episodes. I like the story. I'm invested in the story. There's a lot of uh, mysteries. There's a lot of why is this happening? And uh, and uh, just like a TV show where you're invested in it. Invested in, like lost. And I, I bet you they're never going to... Yeah, the explanation's not going to be good if they even do explain anything. But I was looking forward to it. That's what That was my main motivator to get through the game. Was to just figure out what the hell is going on up north. Like, why are these weird lights in the sky happening? Why are all the animals possessed when the auroras turn green and pink? Why is the power out? But when the auroras show up in the middle of the night, everyone turns into a zombie and the power turns on. Why is this going on? And who is this guy at the end of episode two that just beat the crap out of me? Oops, spoiler. Anyway, I don't think anyone's really playing the game. But... That was, that's the first two episodes, that's what happened. And then episode three happens, and it's a filler, it's a teaser episode, it's filler. You don't even play as the same character, you're just doing random fetch quests for other people that don't even, it's not even part of the main plot, it's like this subplot episode, and it's bullshit, because... Episode 4 and 5, which they said which would wrap up the story, they're not even out yet. They're not even done. They might never be done. I can't see myself ever playing those. And I hope I'm wrong. But, jeez. I was expecting to wrap this up, so that kind of that that ruined the whole game for me. That ruined it all for me. Thank God they put on Streets of Rage 4. I never did. I haven't finished episode 3. But I'll get to that because I played some Streets of Rage 4 and that's it's a good game. It's a good game. It's a very good beat em up and it could be it could be the greatest beat em up of all time. And if you're making a beat em up in 2020 and that's not the goal, shame on you. Because because the only reason people are going to say Streets of Rage 2 is better is due to nostalgia and great memories. If you factor out the memories and the, and the nostalgia, play one game and then play the other game. Wait, first hit yourself self in the head with a mallet and then play one game and then play the other game and do a head-to-head. Four is going to win. Well, maybe. I haven't done that. But I would say there's a good chance four wins. So it's better. It could be the greatest beat-em-up of all time. And it's a good, it's a fluid game. You know, I always judge beat-em-ups by you're punching... Right, and then there's a guy behind you. So if you're punching, if you're facing right, punching a guy, and a guy comes to your left and starts punching you, I always judge beat him ups on how you can deal with that. If you just sit there taking punches to the back, that's not good. But if you can turn around quickly, deal with him, turn back around, deal with that guy, and you're pretty much taking both guys on at once, turning around quickly as possible, well, that's the mark of a good beat him up, and that's what Streets of Rage 4 does well. And it's nice. They have like nice little animations. It's easy to pull off. And it's good. See, I like that. I like it, I like it, I like it, I like that. I don't know about the story. I don't. If you pay attention to a beat em up story, there's something wrong with you. You're very. Go read a book. Because you're desperate for a story. Just make one up. It's probably. If you make one up, it's probably better than the story that the game is going to give you. Because they're not working on story. No, 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 no. <laughs> And then I had to stop playing, well I finished that, I had to stop playing, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, oh, this is the part of the show where I have a stroke, because I rambled on for a half an hour about nothing, so I had to stop playing The Long Dark, which by the way is a good survival game, it's, it's perfectly fine, I'm just mad at them because they dropped the ball with the whole story, or they're taking their sweet time developing the episodes 4 and 5, 
because I want that gratification instantly. I want it now. Why do they have to release an episodics, episodic format? Especially why does it take two years for an episode to get released? I understand the why, but come on. Come on. You know why. You know why I'm mad. What if you ordered a pizza and they said, oh, okay, we'll bring it to you in a year. You'll be upset. You'll be upset. By the way, by the way, I was trying to think uh, survival games. They're kind of like big. There's a lot of survival games out now. Wasn't I? Th- wasn't Oregon Trail one of the first survival games ever made? Who didn't play that? I, I played that in like elementary school. I think they made us play that. I think grade six when they introduced us to computers. Now kids are introduced to computers when they're two. Grade six was my introduction. And of course, they made us play a game, Oregon Trail. Great game. Who doesn't love Oregon Trail? Very influential. I think it was the first survival game. But once again, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. So, yes, I'm done. I had to move on from uh, Long Dark because Doom. I got the announcement Doom was leaving the Game Pass service. It's gone in a few days. So I had to power power through that. I'm still not done it. I'm working my way through it. I'm pretty much done. I'm, I'm somewhere near the end, and damn, it's a fun game. Wow. I still think... Hmm, I still think Wolfen, Wolfenstein is a better game. Mainly because of the structure. There's a sense of purpose to the things you're doing in Wolfenstein. And uh, Doom, you're just, well, blowing heads off of aliens. There is a story, I know, but it's a subtle story, and... Uh, I just, I think I like, I'd rather play Wolfenstein because of the structure system they have. I'm talking, of course, one and two, not, not those spin-offs. But Doom's a really good game. My style in every beat, in every first-person shooter I play, I don't play in many because I used to hate that. I used to hate that genre with a passion. It was like my least favorite. I'd rather, you know, I. It's like it's. You might as well just go masturbate because you get it's. There's nothing. You're just running around shooting. Just go, like, watch some porn and touch yourself. But that was then. Now, it, uh, they really, you know, it's a lot different now. It's better. It's a lot better. I think I was stuck in, like, the uh, PlayStation days of first-person shooting. I just discovered, yes. I just discovered Halo, so, no. I'm just kidding. I did not. It's just, Craig, you know that's not true. You know that's not true. But every time I play a first-person shooter, my, my, my go-to style, my style is to frantically run around like a chicken without a head. You shooting people with a shotgun. That's it. That's what I do. That's what I do best. And of course, Doom, well, that's, that's the point of Doom. So that's why I love it. I love it. A lot of people love that game. Who would say it's a bad game? Because it's non-stop. It's non-stop. And uh, if you don't like heavy metal music and shooting people or shooting aliens with super guns, super shotguns, you're not going to like it. And if you don't like it, I don't want to. I don't like you. I don't like you. That's the drumming in that, like the heavy metal music backgrounds. That's the best part. I think that's a, that just psychs me right up. Right up. Oh, I was playing. Craig, you'll appreciate this because, you know, you know, my son. I was playing Doom. It was like midnight. It was midnight. Everyone was sleeping, or so I thought. I was playing Doom. I always play with headphones. Full blast. And I have like my little station. See, like, I, Craig knows this. I have a dining room where I set up my office because I was working, was working at home. So I set up my office right in the dining room. So imagine a dining room table with a computer, a monitor, a bunch of consoles, and office stuff. Just, yeah, in the middle of the room. And uh, imagine that. That's my office right there. We don't eat at the dining room table. We never have. It's just a, a table. It does nothing. So I made it my office so I could watch my kid and do my job during the days. Because when I was working at home, I couldn't come down. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, be in, you know, a far off place in my house where my kid was uh, playing with a kitchen knife. So there out of practicality I set up my office upstairs fast forward to now when I do not have that job but I still have the office hmm. I haven't my girlfriend hasn't told me to take it down yet which is a bonus I hope she doesn't because I kind of like it I kind of like it I'd, anyway anyway I was playing at midnight midnight 12 o'clock p.m. is it p.m. is midnight a.m. or p.m. I think it's 
a.m. Right? It's got to be. I don't know. Craig will... Yeah, can you look that up? Okay. Oh, it's a.m. Okay. Okay, we figured that out. Thank God. Thank God. We learned something today. I was playing Doom, and I was pretty invested into the game. Totally zoned out from the outside world. In pitch black, too. Pitch black. I thought everybody was sleeping. My kid was sleeping. My girlfriend was sleeping. When all of a sudden, I felt like a presence by my legs. I couldn't exp- I don't know what it was. I was in the middle of, like, a crazy shootout. But then I just... I glanced my, my, my eyes down, and I saw a face... Like in between my knees underneath the table And I thought of the ring and I freaked out And I'm pretty sure my heart stopped For two seconds And I just like froze I didn't know what to do I just like gripped the controller I didn't know whether to keep shooting Or like run out the wind or jump out the window I just froze I was looking up looking down like what the hell is this And then I then I focused in a bit more On what was between my knees It was my son He woke up from his bed, crawled underneath the table, and was laughing when he realized that I saw him and I was a little freaked out. But I just froze. I froze. I didn't didn't hit. I didn't run. I just froze because I didn't know what the hell it was. And good thing I just didn't start punching because (laughs) I'd be in jail. Scared the crap out of me. I'm very certain that my heart stopped. Very certain. But thankfully it turned back on that would be bad it could have been it that could have been it all right we'll move, we'll, we'll move on we'll move on to the, a new segment i didn't poop my pants though so nobody could say that i pooped my pants because i did not have the underwear to prove it I'm still wearing them ah, just kidding just kidding let's get to the cron report the cron the bobby's world podcast Everybody's listening to the Bobby's World Podcast Everybody loves it I don't know why I don't listen to it It must be good He must be a charming fella He must tell a good story A romp It's probably a rage I like his brother His brother's very knowledgeable when it comes to sports I like that I appreciate that But the Kron I don't appreciate Stories about ladybugs Okay And stories about Fingers and in, in, in butts. Your own butts. Fingers and your own your own fingers and your own butts. That's what you get. That's Kron content 101 and X-Men. Anyway, anyway, um where do I got some uh I got some stuff about the Kron here. Hold on. Hold on. Fans write in. Fans of this show, the GOGP show, the GOGP show faithful. They call themselves, they, they write me little notes Because they know I don't listen, but they listen Just so they can, uh, you know, keep me in the loop So I have something to talk about Because I'm, obviously I'm struggling this episode uh, I've made a, I've done a lot Craig, I've almost done like 40 minutes on a few notes Oh, gassy Oh, I gotta stretch This show's going on way longer than I thought My back is killing me uh, anyway, here I, got, I found the notes I was stalling I was looking for the notes Very disorganized This show is not organized Very disorganized It's basically Random hour The random house publishing Hour right here So, let's see He talks about Oh, he talks about How he embarrasses his girl That was his, his, his lead You're gonna lead An episode with that? Really? You're gonna lead An episode with how you embarrass your girlfriend? Well, has she listened to the show? <laughs> no, that's an embarrassment. Anyway, that's my big cron joke. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Craig shaking his head. He didn't like that. He thought I had more. That was it. That's it. He did, however, he did. That's right. Beat Bobby Flay. Beat Bobby over at Bobby's World Podcast. Bobby Flay. I think that's his last name. Bobby Flay. Right, yeah, there's a show beat Bobby Flay, and that's him. So he beat Bobby Flay, he challenged the GOGP show to a little game off a game off, a Streets of Rage 4 game off. He wants he wants to compete with this show. Whoever can come up with the most, um, like trophies in the game wins. I don't know what they win, I guess they just win glory for the show. Okay, okay, I could use some glory, I guess. Um, 
SO4. SOR4. Yeah, Streets of Rage 4. Let me just look at this. Let me Okay. So whoever gets the most between this show and the Kron show wins the competition. The most trophies. Let me just look at some trophies here. Here we go. Clear all stages with as Axel. Okay. Clear all stages as Blaze. Clear all stages as Cherry. Clear all stages as Floyd. Clear all stages as Adam. Clear all stages with an Streets of Rage 1 character because when you win, when you yeah, you can unlock the old school sprites. Clear all stages in the single player with a Streets of Rage 2 character, and then clear all stages with a Streets of Rage 3 character. Oh my god, how many playthroughs is that right there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 8. That's 8 playthroughs right there. Just reading that, I almost zoned out. Beat-em-ups are not the most, uh, what, engaging. They're not the most stimulating of games. Just in nature. You can make the greatest beat-em-up of all time, which they may have done over there, whoever made that game. I don't know. Um, you can make that, and it's still it's still a beat-em-up, which means it's still a little bit of a drag, which means it's still a lot of boredom. It's boring as hell. Beat-em-ups are boring. That's why they call it beat-em-up, because you're beating up your brain cells trying to stay awake. So, that's eight right there. I can't do it. I, I, I decline. I decline the challenge. Officially decline the challenge. I'll put in the paperwork. If I do that right there, if I beat the game eight times just to get those eight trophies, I'll be catatonic. Kron's going to do that. He's probably going to get like the platinum for it. He's going to beat the game 30 times to get that platinum. And this will be his next show. Here, I'm the Kron doing the next show because it'll be like he's had in Lobotomy. He'll be like, hello, I'm the Kron. And today we're going to talk about wiping our butts. That's going to be him because his brain is going to be jelly from playing a beat-em-up 30 times. It's just what's going to happen. Sorry, but I decline. I decline, but seeing how you challenged the GOGP show, Craig, Craig will accept, right? Right, Clyde? Right, Clyde? What's your name? Craig? No! No, you'll accept. Come on, accept it. Get the game, accept it. Come on, please. Just, you gotta do it for the show. I need you to step up for the show. Just please. Okay, come on. Well, what do I have to do? Okay, I'll get you a case of beer. Okay, you want a flat? Okay, great. Okay, I'll give you a flat of beer. You get some trophies. Okay, there. God damn, Craig. Arguing, negotiating with Craig gives me a headache. <sighs> so there you go, Kron. The show has accepted your challenge, but not me. It'll be Craig. So Craig will update us next time he's on the air with how many trophies. And, uh, like, you didn't even put a time limit. So we could just say, like, in, in 20 years, we'll get back to... A, We'll, we'll we'll see who's winning in 20 years from now. You didn't give a time limit. You didn't give any, like, any sort of rules. So, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not doing it. Okay? I need my wits about me. I'm not going to be catatonic. Because that's uh, one hell of a crazy challenge. So there's that. And speaking of cron challenges, last episode, I, I challenged everybody listening. All... Many of you, I got like a militia out there. Every week, viewership, you know, goes down. Like the curve is the curve is flattening for listeners of this show, just like the curve of the uh, COVID nineteen's flattening. Yeah, so are the listeners for this show. So I don't know what's going on. I hope they're all safe and well. I'd feel bad if they're all getting sick. But come on, encourage your neighbors. Go talk to your neighbors about listening to the GOGP show. Tell them about the show. Anyway, I, I, I challenged people listening to this show, and I challenged people who I tagged in an Instagram post about the Cron Challenge. I did it. I spun around in a backside circle. Well, many backside circles. And if you're a skateboarder or a snowboarder, you know what backside means. You're spinning around with your, fi- with your back leading. I did that. And I dropped my pants at the same time while kicking my leg out Angus Young style of ACDC. I sent it to, who do I send it to? 
whole bunch of shows. Lit Gaming, Peoples, that 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 one show. Um, exactly, I sent it to Exactly Podcast. Um, they didn't get back to me. I think I sent it to the Sharp Peoples over in England. They didn't do it. Nobody did it. Even that other British show, whatever they're called, official uh, official gamepad show. I don't know what it is. Sorry. Sorry. I got this show to worry about. I can't worry about everyone else's show, but I challenged them. One of them respectfully declined because he didn't want his, uh, his schlong to hang out or something like that. Sure, like that's going to happen. But anyway, nobody did it. It's the no fun. People doing these video game podcasts, they're no, they're no, it's, they're no fun. Fun lives here on the GOGP show. Obviously, you can tell by the tone in my voice. This is a fun show. What a fun show. <laughs> this has been a very fun show. A very fun show. I'm going to do the show in this voice because it's so much fun, but nobody accepted my goddamn cron challenge, and I just looked like a goddamn idiot on Instagram, spinning in circles, kicking my legs while my pants fell down, kind of like the cron looked like an idiot 10 years ago on YouTube. I don't like that. I don't like being snuffed or ignored. Don't ignore me. If you're going to ignore me, I'll make it so you can't ignore me. Don't push my buttons. Very upset. Gotta cool down. Another thing that's pissing me off is this random NES wheel. The wheel of random NES that I found online. Where I plugged in every NES game and I spin it. And then whatever game it lands on, I'll review the game. Like, I'll give it, like, 200-some word review. That's a decent, that's a decent review. Decent length. Can't argue with that, with that effort. And what am I getting? Pure crap. Pure garbage. I got Bigfoot. That's one of the worst games. I gave it five minutes and I came up... I formulated a pretty accurate and decent opinion in five minutes of playing that piece of garbage. It belongs in the toilet. It should be smashed up into little bits, placed into somebody's food, and they eat it. And then they poop it out into a toilet and flushed. That's where that game belongs. It's not even worthy of being tossed out a window. Big foot. You know what that game reminds me of? You know that guy that lives in the woods, Bigfoot? It reminds me of one of his turds. His big, greasy turds that you step in when you walk through the woods. Pick me up. Well, I would say the wheel needs to redeem itself, but no, it's gone. The wheel's gone. Why? Because I made my own picking program. It's going to involve a blonde chick with big boobies bouncing around, she's going to put her hand into a hat and pick me out a game. I made it myself. It's my program. I'm going to use that. It's a little, maybe it's more dramatic than that wheel. I don't know. We'll see. I make these these things on the IGTV, whatever the hell that is. I don't, I've posted two videos, but they're getting pretty, pretty good responses, actually. But nobody cares about my actual review. They just like watching me spin that wheel and do my, my game show voice. People love it. People love the game show voice. Craig loves it. Craig loves it. Oh. oh man, I think I tweaked my spine playing soccer. Man, I I was playing my son, my three-year-old son. I won ten nothing. Ten nothing, Craig. That's pretty impressive, right? He sucks. He couldn't even get the ball away from me. I was running laps around him. But then I gassed out and he almost scored on me, but I caught up. I caught up. I ruined his whole self-image for the next 25 years. Because I owned him. When he's going to see a soccer ball from now on, he's going to know, wow, daddy beat my ass in soccer. I suck. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. If I had a cigar right now, I'd go like this. <laughs> like a pompous asshole. <laughs> that wheel. Yeah, so I made my own. It's done. It'll be debuting on Monday. On Monday. This podcast will come out on a Friday and it'll, my new program, the random hashtag random NES will debut on a Monday. One of the problems, because I was, I developed that program myself. I'm an amateur developer. I'm doing the Harvard course of computer science. I'm learning. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to get shit done. You know, as we all are, we're all content creators in some way, unless you're just a guy. 
listening to this and you don't really do anything except listen. Well, good. We need those. We need people like you too. In fact, you're my favorite. You're my favorite listener. Because content creators, they kind of, they, they always, you know, they want to like collaborate. They want to get together and do stuff. I don't have time to always be doing stuff. I just like the passive listeners. You guys are the greatest. You guys are the true heroes of this show. Don't forget that. I will be releasing a song maybe soon dedicated to the heroes of this show, the passive listeners, the non-creative content types who don't expect anything out of this show. Because sometimes you get a, you, you come across people that will listen to your show in exchange for you listening to theirs. And ah, I don't need that. I don't need that. Okay. Okay. So I put that out there, which is good, which is good because I needed to. I needed that to circulate in everyone's brain. But anyway, yes, I made my program. And I had to put in sound effects. And the lady, it's a lady, this chick with the big boobies and the blonde hair and the red dress who kind of just, uh, I was inspired by Vanna White, so it's very old school. She's not wearing like a form-fitted dress. It's very old school Vanna White type. I needed a high heel sound, you know, the, the, the sexy click, click, click when some chick's walking down the hallway with high heels. I needed that sound. So I went to YouTube to steal the sound, like how I found most of my sounds, I just steal them off YouTube, which is uh, advice for those young podcasters out there. Just steal it off YouTube. They don't care. They'll never find you. And if they do, just blame Craig. I just blame Craig. Craig will, will be in a um, copyright infringement prison, and I'll be here doing a show. I'll find someone else to push buttons, making sounds. But I was, as I was looking for high heel sounds, yeah, you can't find any good quality high heel sounds why because all these creeps they just put pictures of women walking around in high heels that's what you get that's what you get what a, i felt like such a creep looking at these videos <laughs> the last thing i needed was my girlfriend coming in seeing me watch all these high heel videos thinking i'm some foot fetishist <laughs> yeah that'd be weird it's weird all these who, why are people so obsessed with feet? I don't get it. I don't get it. I like looking at a high heel. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's sexy. But come on. To obsess over it like that? What are you going to do? Sit there and, like, just go to... Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I never did find a high heel sound. Which is unfortunate. Now I'm going to have to go find a high heel and make the sound myself. I don't want to do that. I'm not interested in making sounds. If you want to... Send me a high heel. So any any ladies out there listening, make a video of you walking around in high heel videos and send it to my DM. Thank you. See what I did there, Craig? Ah, ah. All right. All right, we should take a little break. I need to stretch. Can we play a song? Can we do something? What do you have? What do you have, Craig? Just play something. Actually, you know what? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Just play something. There we go. Thank you. Shout out to my pal, friend of the show, DP over at uh, Bahamut DP on Twitch. 
the couch potatoes on Instagram. He did a 12 hour long stream, 12 hours last night, 1030 P to 1030 a that's, that's a long, that's a long time. That's a long ass time to provide content for people 12 hours and just to stay awake all night. Wow. That's dedication. I would never do that. I would never do that for people. That's crazy. That's insane. Before I went to bed, around there, I I, I checked up on him. He was a speed-running Metroid. And then I went to bed, and I wake up, and I go back on. He's still there. He's playing some Zelda thing and eating jelly beans. He had these jelly beans that taste like like cat shit. And uh, he'd have to eat them every time somebody gave him him some sort of a, a rub, a stroke. I don't know what they, I don't know what they call it over there. Every time somebody stroked him, he'd have to eat a shit bean. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's got a good little uh, thing going on there. But he pulled it off. I was hoping he'd be passed out. I'm not going to lie. When I logged in at like 9 o'clock a.m., he had an hour and a half left. He was 10 hours in. I was hoping he'd be sleeping and snoring because I was going to hop on, record it, and play it right now. And now I just have nothing to play. Except some praise. I, I just, all I have to do is praise him. All I can do is praise him because he did a good job. He didn't fall asleep. He beat a few games. He ate some shit beans. And uh, yeah, he did well. He made it through. He's a trooper. I applaud him. I applaud him because I certainly would not be able to do that. Nor would I even try. <laughs> nor would I even try. <laughs> nor would I even try. Anyway. Anyway. This is the best. Welcome. Welcome to the best part. Of the episode, okay? Okay? Because uh, we have a guest. Very special guest. Very special guest. It took me... I reach out to a lot of people. I reach out... Like a lot of name... People with name recognition. I reach out. Because I want to get some juice for the show. I want to give the best product that I can... I can give. Because, you know, people listen. They expect... I expect greatness out of myself. And I, I damn well expect my audience to as well. So I reach out to people, and uh, 99% of the time they say no. I'm not going to tell you who I've reached out to who has said no. Well, 50% of the time they just ignore me, and the other 50% or 49%, they just uh, say no. They decline respectably. Respectably? Respectably. Something like that. They just decline. I'm not going to say who because other shows will steal my ideas and they'll be reaching out. And then they'll get them somehow because they'll just be annoyed. They'll be like, oh, God damn it, another podcast asking. Fine. And the next thing you know, they're on the Kron show. Why do I bring up the Kron? Because the Kron would be very interested, interested, let me just re-say that, interested in my next guest. Why? Because he was a member of the 94 Stanley Cup champion, New York Rangers. He's a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's played with many of the greats. So ladies and gentlemen, and Kron especially, give it up for Mr. Mm, Sergei Zubov. I'm so glad to join your show. The GOGP show is very big in Maserati. We're all big fans of Craig. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. And so is Craig. Uh, full disclosure. Disclosure. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to get Mark Messier for this spot, but his agent. Well, yeah, he didn't return my emails. Actually, you were the only one of that '94 Rangers team to agree to this. So, yeah, thanks again. Mark Messier is going you Canadian say took fucker. By oh. that he mean pussy. In <laughs> locker room, he would never agree to have penis competition. Oh, really? In Russia, it's normal to have penis competition. Okay. But Mark, Wait. maybe have vagina and clitoris. Peter Needvid, on the other hand, is cock and balls champion. All right, well, let's try to keep this clean, all right? I didn't expect you to go right to penis competitions, but I guess that's breaking news, everybody. That'll probably be on all the sports talk shows. The reason I'm having you on is to because you agreed to give us your thoughts on the Kron's show. He's a big, big, big Rangers fan, and it would warm his britches if he had one of his heroes talk about his program. Yes, yes, the Boobies World Podcast. It's very popular show in transgender community in Volgograd. Oh, Volgograd, that place sounds nice, but hey, that's, you know, that's something, right? In fact, my retarded cousin who lives oh. in New York is, is Gary Dresser. You people still say this word, 
retarded, yes? Uh, no. No, no, no. Some people find that offensive. So what do you think about the Krons show? You think it would be a better show if your Craig ghosted it? You think it'd be a better show if Craig hosted it? Well, the Kron, you know, he really, he, can you, you should cut the jokes. He really looks up to you. So, you know, let's lay off some of the humor. Yes, yes. Me think it would be a better show if he put his new microphone up his own asshole. Well, that's not very nice. Come on. It's appropriate there is garbage truck driving by in every episode because show is trash. Oh. He just wish that truck would run him over. Come on, Sergey. You don't really wish a truck runs him over. You're getting pretty mean. Um, maybe we should just say bye. Right, Craig? Oh, this is family show. You forgot. Mr. Cron. He wants to challenge you to video game competition. Yeah, that's right. Well, you challenge him to penis competition. Don't be too fucker. Wait, you're challenging him to a penis competition? Yes, yes. Don't be too fucker like Mark Messier. Okay, well, there you have it, Kron. You've been challenged to a penis competition by a member of the Stanley Cup winning New York Rangers team. All right, well, thanks again for uh, joining us and letting us all know about what you think about the Cron show. Sounds like you like it. So, uh, so later, man. Bye-bye now. Bye, Craig. Okay, bye. We all love you. Yeah, oh, he's waving bye. There you have it. Sergey Zubov. What a great, what a nice guy. He actually, he called in. It was quick and sweet. He was kind of mean. I, I don't know why he's doing jokes. He's like roasting the Kron. I think he deep down, he kind of likes the show. Right? Right, Craig? He thinks? Yeah. I don't know. Craig doesn't think about anything. So there you have it. That was awesome. Sergey Zubov. I really wanted to get Mark Messier. Kron would have loved that. Kron listens. Kron says he doesn't listen to the GOGP show, but he does. He does. And he would have... Man, I really wanted Mark Messi, but Sergey Zubov, pretty good. That's a pretty good get. I don't see anyone else getting guests that big, unless you're Joe Rogan. Who did he get? He got like an MMA guy once, right? So that's all right. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good guest. And Kron uh, has to somehow do a penis competition. I don't know what they do with their penises. Do they like do push-ups with their boners? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay. Craig wants to get out of here. He's rushing the show along. I guess it's headline porn time. Show's loading right now. Loading. I gotta. Thanks, Craig. What kind of disconnect was that? I was not even ready. You just play the music now? Yeah, I know. Like, we have this brilliant spot with Sergey Zubov, and you're just rushing. You're rushing my energy here. Okay, here we go. Headline porn. Love the bass line. Oh, here we go. Brendan Lipstick's days in the NHL are almost certainly over. Who the hell is that? Nia Jax gave the best answer to, to that Becky Lynch moment. What? These headlines are just gibberish. Sony unveils official design of PlayStation 5. Okay. Owner of Wickenburg's short Horseshoe Cafe overwhelmed by public support for defying stay-at-home order. Yeah. These recipes will make you look at canned tuna differently. Interesting. Kristen Cavallari reportedly divorcing Jay Cutler because he's unmotivated. Don't get me started on Jay Cutler. I'm a Bears fan. He was my quarterback for 10 years. Unmotivated? I, uh, that's why I divorced him five years ago. Get with it, Kristen Cavallari. EA is making next-gen upgrades confusing. Oh, really? EA is dropping the ball? Nikki Bella calls Ronda Rousey's WWE debut a bit of a slap in the face. Has Showgirls actually become kind of good? Uh, I love that movie. Oh boy, did I love that movie. A 3D human brain-like tissue model of herpes-induced Alzheimer's disease? 
Earl Thomas doesn't seem to understand the magnitude of the situation. After recovery from the coronavirus, most people carry antibodies. Yeah, I think we're all just... I think we're almost all done here. Xbox botched the Series X first look, but there's still hope. Oh no, Xbox. Stop botching shit. COVID-19's response should include distancing from the U.S. Oh, that's trouble. How quieting bloodstorms could be key to threatening severe COVID-19. Bruce Arians reveals Tom Brady's biggest off-season goal, and it'll make Patriots fans livid. And that's it for today. Thanks for joining the program. The GOGP show, yes. Episode number 16 is wrapping up. Thanks to Sergey Zubov for calling in. Thanks for Craig for being here. This counts. This is active duty for Craig. Put this on the resume. This is job experience. One day you're going to be a big time radio guy. I can see it. You got the face for radio. <laughs> That's an old joke. That's an old joke. I had the crowbar in the in there. I think next show we're going to have Rated F. He's going to join us. He's going to give us an update. He's going to let everyone know what he's been up to during this pandemic during this moment where creative minded people excel because they're stuck at home with their thoughts. So brilliance better come out of it. That's all I got to say. You're stuck at home with your thoughts. You better be brilliant because, uh, yeah, you got to do something, right? You can't just stare at the wall all day. That's why I'm, that's why I'm doing this show. This show is a pandemic special. When we go back to normal in a week, that's what they say around where I live. Everything's going to be turning back on. The faucets will be back on. The restaurants will be open. This show might, might, might be done. <laughs> Just kidding. You think I'm going to a goddamn restaurant? You got your mind. You got your mind. Thanks for listening. This was the GOGP Show.